You are listening to Defying Depression. Our mission is to help those who suffer with anxiety or depression through self-help resources to master their symptoms and become happy again. If you believe it is possible, we can help. Your host is Thomas Dietert. You can be happy again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mental Health Monday. Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020, and I'm your host, Thomas Dietrich, founder of Defying Depression. Before I get into today's episode, I need to do my usual disclaimer, which is I am not, by any stretch of the imagination, a mental health professional. I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker, counselor, uh, any any of those things. I, I am simply someone who, for most of my adult life, have had to deal with mental health challenges, including uh, quite bad depression, not to mention uh, a bout of uh, suicidalness. So uh, I found my way back through research, through attending uh, personal development seminars, through reading books, through uh, university-level psychology courses, and also adopting mentors such as, oh, hey, Brendan, thanks for joining. Always nice to have you on here. Um, I've uh, basically done my research in various different ways so that uh, I found my way back, and I'm just simply happy to share it with anyone who cares to listen. So uh, with that uh, legal schmeagle out of the way, let's jump into today's episode. Now, uh, as you may recall from uh, previous weeks, I began a new nutrition plan. Uh, well, new new to me anyways. It's I think it's been out for a few years. But basically, I started a, a paleo-based diet called the Whole30, which essentially is clean eating for uh, 30 full days. And I am now on day 18. I began on May 1st. And uh, I thought I'd give you a little update on that. And I'll start out with my uh, energy has been nothing but consistently good. I'm not getting uh, spikes. I'm not getting uh, lulls of feeling like really run down. I'm not getting any carb comas. Uh, I'm basically uh, doing pretty good. But uh, while I can have as much food as I want to eat, as long as it's something you can recognize coming out of the ground or something you can recognize cutting out of a farm animal, um, anything processed, no good. Dairy, no good. Um, uh, basically, any food that short changes your body's or short circuits rather your body's uh, feedback mechanisms to tell you that hey, you've had enough. Like you know, for example, potato chips uh, is a no-no on the diet as well. So uh, I've been doing well. I, I've I've been enjoying it. I'm pretty sure I can consistently keep going on this nutrition plan of basically whole foods for the most part. Um, you definitely have to plan your meals ahead of time. You do not want to be starving with nothing in the fridge that you can warm up in the microwave and be compelled to go grab a snack like uh, an energy bar, for example, just be you know completely out of the question. So uh, it's been 18 days. I, I I have actually inspired my sister to take a, a closer look at the Whole30 and she's pretty much decided to start next week. So I'm very proud of her for that. Uh, I do have a number of friends who are very curious about how I'm doing on the Whole30 and are giving it some thought either for themselves or for uh, a family member. So I am was really kind of surprised at uh, 
the influence I've had on other people just to even think about improving their lives just by talking about this whole 30 diet. So, wow. So today's episode, I, I, I want to talk about what I've noticed as far as how my life has been kind of habit oriented versus, you know, using my brain to make my choices. And, and I've kind of noticed this actually through doing the whole 30. And I'll give you some examples of things that I've, I've noticed in, in terms of uh, habits, for example. Uh, normally, uh, outside of uh, this pandemic lockdown, I drive a lot. I drive easily 1,000 kilometers, 600 miles in a week. And that means filling up every week. And usually, when I go to gas up my truck, I will stop into the little convenience store at the gas station and grab a Kit Kat. Never think twice about it. Grab the Kit Kat, enjoy the little reward for uh, another hard week uh, in the books. Give you another example of a habit. I, I go shopping for groceries in a nearby small town called Bruce Mines at uh, Foster's Grocer, Grocer. And right next door to it is the LCBO, which is Ontario's uh, liquor store. And I usually grab a bottle of wine when I get my groceries. And that's just something, you know, I don't even wasn't even thinking just okay got my groceries go get a bottle of wine for supper tonight another example uh, i do a lot of barbecuing and especially in the warmer months when i can sit outside and barbecue uh, turn on the barbecue and basically crack open a beer and well this is not a beer this is flavored water bubbly very tasty although some people disagree with me on that And I do want to apologize for my uh, episode from two weeks ago. I had a knife off to the side here. Um, and literally, someone goes, what's up with the knife on, on, a, on a comment on Facebook? And I, I literally used the knife to cut open a package that had a spare bulb for the, the uh, overhead light here that I have for assisting with lighting to change a bulb. And, and I got rid of all the packaging and the plastic, but I just for some reason forgot that the knife was, was right there. So... That was kind of funny. So as you notice, no knife, just uh, equipment and uh, some water for my voice box. But anyways, uh, fire up the barbecue, crack open a beer, go hand in hand. The strong association. I feel the urge. To, you know, if I light the barbecue, I want that beer. I get gas for the truck. I want that Kit Kat. It's not, and it's not like a passing thing. It's I want that. You know, it's it's a craving. So. These, these habit associations, these little habit loops, if you want to call them that, they had me wondering, how are these affecting other aspects of my life? How many other choices am I making that are actually habits that are being essentially choices made for me? Um, how many choices am I making that are, are habits that are not in my best interest? How many choices am I making in my life? Again, choices that aren't supporting me in terms of who I want to become, where I want to go, the things I want to accomplish. And then, you know, how many of these choices are the result of uh, the habits of self-limiting beliefs that I talked about two weeks ago or fear? Another thing that uh, had, had, you know, I was thinking about is, you know, I, I spent literally thousands of dollars in 2019 to become a certified high-performance coach through the High Performance Institute uh, by Brennan Burchard. And it was very important to me to accomplish that goal. And I, and I did that. I went through all that stuff. 
and 2020 comes around and I haven't formally launched my coaching business. Like why, what, what is holding me back from doing this? Another example, photography. I, I have some kick-ass landscapes available online for people to look at, at uh, tomsview.ca, for example, or uh, flickr.com slash tomssm or something. But uh, I, I, you know, I have friends that tell me I do really nice landscape work and, and believe me, when I print them up, they look gorgeous. I've always wanted to have an art show. I've always wanted to enter a competition. I've always wanted to expand my photography business and years go by and, and I haven't done it. Why? Could it be because I have the habit of thinking I'm not, maybe just not quite good enough? I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's given me a lot of th these habits that I noticed with the food and the whole 30 diet have given me a lot to think about. Another thing uh, I wonder about is, you know, I, I'm not, um, I'm not bad on the guitar, but I'm not great. Why am I not putting the effort in to get better. I've always, always dreamed of giving a nice Christmas concert for my family. And I've sort of done it once or twice, but nothing nowhere near at the perform, excuse me, at the performance level that I, that I want to be. Why am I not doing these things? Is it because I'm lazy? Well, those of you watching that know me, you know, I'm driven and I'm certainly not lazy, but I may not have the confidence in myself to, and the belief in myself that I can pull these things off. So you may find yourself thinking, geez, you know, I got some habits too that aren't serving me. You know, I always uh, want uh, a bag of chips when I'm watching uh, my movie before I go to bed. Or maybe I'm going through six beer, a six pack before I go to bed. Um, Maybe I'm staying up way too late all the time and waking up dead tired and just not doing anything with my life. Maybe you fit into any of those categories and you wonder, you know, you're kind of wondering too, like how could your life be different if you stepped up your game a bit? So I've been giving that a lot of thought over the last, well, not so much 18 days. I'll say I noticed the associations, not in the first week, but you know, the, the second and third week, I definitely noticed these these habits and it's been giving me, you know, a lot to think about as far as what, how, how can I bring more to, to my life? How can I uh, uh, get more of my potential? How can I break these habit loops? So uh, I basically come up with seven steps to essentially break the habit loop and unleash your potential. So um I know it's kind of hard to write all this down during a live cast, but I will have a full blog post that I'll link, link to in the comments later um, with the write-up of, of today's uh, uh, Mental Health Monday, including the seven steps that you can take. Speaking of which, please, uh, it really, really helps out if you can share this with someone that might benefit. Now, you might go, well, this doesn't really benefit me. But, you know, if you probably have at least five friends in your life and guaranteed one out of five of them is having mental health challenges and this may be just something that can help them. So, you know, give it a like, give it a share, comment, uh, sh uh, share the link with uh, a friend or family member that you think just, you know, may find it interesting. I'd uh, really appreciate that. So the seven steps, they're not going to be exactly what you think. So step number one. I want you to dream. What do I mean dream? I don't want you to take a nap. 
<laughs> I want you to crack open your, your, your phone, your agenda, uh, planner, your calendar, whatever, whatever you use to, to plan your life. And between now and next Monday, before the next broadcast of Mental Health Monday, I want you to set aside at least an hour, preferably an hour and a half, two hours, somewhere where you're not really have a time constraint and find a nice, quiet place you can go to, whether it's the, the privacy of your car parked at a beautiful nature preserve, whatever. Find a place where you can sit down with a pen and paper, turn off your phone, turn off your computer, tablets, nothing electronic, and I want you to sit down and dream. And, and how I want you to dream, take that sheet of paper, put it you know, widthwise out, and big three big circles. Circle number one, I want you to label that as your career slash business. And you're going to describe in that circle what you want for your career, for your business, for your work life, for the next year, two years, and five years. And then in your next circle, that's going to be your personal life. That's going to be your relationships. That's going to be your life with your spouse, with your kids and your, your friends and family. Describe how you want that to grow over the next one, two, and five years. And the third circle, that is going to be titled personal development. That is where you want to see yourself grow. The personal challenges you want to give yourself, like learning a language, learning an instrument, writing a book, uh, starting a YouTube channel, uh, whatever it is you want to, you know, again, plan that over, over one, two, and five years. Now, this dreaming is not... Um, Frivolous. This dreaming is, is very specific. Each circle has to have the detail in it that if a complete stranger were to find this sheet of paper, they would be able to look at each circle and your descriptions would paint a picture in their mind of exactly, of exactly what you want to become. Okay, that's step one. Dream. Step two is to develop goals. You're going to look at your, each circle that you drew. You're going to look at each circle and you're going to develop goals basically to take the dream and you change it into something that is specific, measurable, action oriented, um, realistic, and with a timed deadline. In other words, a smart goal. You're going to do that for all the little, all the little details in each of those circles. Each goal has to be specific and it has to inspire you. It has to, it has to push you beyond your comfort zone. It has to get you out of the box that you're in. It has to force you to grow. If it's not going to force you to grow, if it's not going to scare you a little, if it's not going to inspire you, it's a garbage goal. If it's something you've already achieved before, unless it's something like getting back in, in shape, you know, it, it's not, it's not an inspiring goal. So, um, has to be fresh, has to be new, has to expand beyond your, your, uh, previous accomplishments. So step after that, step after setting goals is to create a battle board. I'm going to link to a, a great training video from Brennan Bouchard that explains the whole battle boarding process. But essentially, a battle board takes all those goals in those three circles and you're going to plan out the achievement of them over the next year. You're going to take each goal, you're going to have action steps for each goal. And I mean, they can be as little as Okay, let's just take the example of you want to get back in shape. Okay, step one, uh, find a nutrition plan. Step two, find a gym. Step three, 
get a membership. Step four, go grocery shopping. And there's certain things you're going to accomplish for the month of May. Next battle board over is the month of June. You're going to accomplish these things related to your fitness goals in the month of June. Then July might be uh, you're going to start jogging uh, or take up uh, um, karate, you know, wh what, whatever it is that you're going to do to achieve those goals. The battle board is a visual representation you have on a wall, a sheet of paper for each month. And you, you basically make sure that you stay on track with the goals listed in your battle board. The battle board leads into step four, and it's a critical, crucial step called journaling. Now, it's not just doodling on a sheet of paper every day or keeping a diary. This is a very specific journal I want you to get. I want you to go on to brendan.com or amazon.com or amazon.ca and find Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner. The High Performance Planner is very strategically set up. It's scientifically based to basically ask you the right questions in the morning to get, get you in the right framework to attack your day. You basically plan out your day in the middle on the agenda section. You list the tasks that have to be done. You list the people that you have to get in touch with. And then at the end of the day, there's a, a recap on, on the, the far side of the page that essentially is all about, okay, what did you like about today? How could you have made today better? And, and, and stuff like that. Now that's the day-to-day -day journaling. And then on every week, you check in uh, with like the progress of the week, the things you've learned, the things you could have done better. And you check in with your battle board as far as, okay, are you on track for accomplishing your goals for this month? And likewise, monthly, there is another type of recap when the, within the High Performance Planner as well. So High Performance Planner from Brendan Burchard, just get it. I think for a year's supply, it's like a hundred bucks. Um, it's, wor it's worth it if you use it. Like anything else, uh, out there you get in which you get out what you put into it now journaling is one form of motivation but i'm going to talk to you about step five which is another form of motivation called affirmations i'm sure you've heard of affirmations but basically you want to create positive action-oriented statements that you say to yourself every morning you have a you can have it on a, a little whiteboard you can have it on a sheet of paper but you read these to yourself out loud and you, and you don't go uh, you don't you don't read it like today I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna get healthy I'm gonna kick ass at work no it's today I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna eat a healthy breakfast I'm gonna get to the gym I'm gonna kick ass at the gym I'm gonna go to work I'm gonna uh, have that conversation with this difficult co-worker and you know you basically talk yourself up. You become your, your morning cheerleader with these affirmation statements. And you set the intentions for your day through the affirmation statements. So steps four and five are about motivation. Uh, guidance is another biggie. And as far as guidance goes, uh, one of the things you absolutely have to do, step six, is find mentors. Mentors are critical. Mentors are people who've already done what it is you want to get out and do. And you can, you know, most of these people, successful people have websites, they have YouTube channels, they have Instagram, they have books out, they have materials out there that you can learn about what they do, how they've done it. And if, if you're feeling really bold, you can contact them half the time and say, hey, I want to learn to do what you do. Will you mentor me? You'll be surprised how many people will be, uh, you know, flattered that you uh, think they're uh, 
worthy of, of teaching you, and they may just very well do so. But learn everything you can about the people, the role models out there who have done what, you, what it is you want to do. And that brings me to number seven. So basically steps one through six, with the exception of you know buying a journal, uh, don't cost you very much money. They're, they're, they're free. You, you can dream. You can uh, establish goals. You can create a battle board for nothing. The journal, it's 20 bucks for a two-month journal, or you can get a year's supply for, like I said, 100 bucks. Um, the uh, affirmations don't cost you a cent. The mentors, a lot of that stuff you can get for free online. But number seven, cost you some money. Coach. Get a coach. There's life coaches out there. There's development coaches. There's business coaches. There, there's all sorts of coaches. But, but basically, look at where you want to go and get the right type of coach to help you. Coaching is an investment. It is not free. It may cost you hundreds or thousands of dollars a year. But a coach, if you, if you have a good coach, if you have a powerful coach, they're going to be your cheerleader. They're going to be your mentor. They're going to be your accountability partner. And you're going to be able to share with them your wins without judgment. You're going to be able to share your challenges with them without judgment. And what their job is to do is to take your obstacles, take your, your opportunities, take whatever it is you throw at them and get you to think about it in a way that serves you better. That is coaching in a nutshell. Um, I can't stress how much coaching has helped me. I, I went through coaching before I, I made the ultimate decision to become a certified high performance coach. And it is, uh, it was a very good 16 week program and uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat. So yeah, essentially what it boils down to life as you get older, becomes more and more autopilot and less and less about what you really want. Uh, as Eric Thomas says, quit waking up uh, for no reason. Wake up with a reason. Wake up with a passion. Wake, wake up with a purpose for the day and set intentions. I'm going to get these things done as a minimum. But ideally, my seven steps, dream, set goals about the dreams, battle board those goals, plan them out so you can succeed and accomplish them over a timeline. Yeah, typically a year is a great time to create a battle board for it. Start high performance journaling, high performance planning. Uh, get uh, powerful daily affirmation statements that you can recite to yourself every day. And these can change too. These, these affirmations change as you evolve, as you change, as you need new motivation, as you need to stretch and find bigger, higher, better challenges. Uh, mentors, can't stress that enough. There's always someone who has done what it is you want to set, uh, set your sights on. Shorten your, your learning curve and, and just reach out. Uh, if, if you can't reach out, if you can't contact them, they always have you know books, biographies, videos, uh, online programs. Uh, find what you can. Find what you can for free. Find uh, Buy what you can afford to supplement the, the free material with. But Use mentors to your advantage. And lastly, if at all possible, hire a coach. A coach is going to help you move your life forward faster than any book, any online training program, uh, anything else you do. A coach is, is definitely a big, big asset. All right. Uh, that's Mental Health Monday for May 18th, 2020. I really appreciate you tuning in.
Um, as I mentioned, uh, the Whole30 is going great, but I did notice a lot of habits in my food choices and situations that made me crave certain foods, which got me thinking about the whole habit thing and how to break habit loops so you can reach your potential. That was my inspiration for today. Once again, if you know someone who can benefit from today's broadcast, please share it with them. You'll be doing them a huge favor and you might just learn a few things yourself if you watch it again. <laughs> And likewise, I, I did mention those seven steps. I'll have them written out in a full uh, blog post on defyingdepression.com slash blog. You can follow me on Instagram at defying underscore D. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash defying depression. You can find me online defyingdepression.com. Or hey, drop me an email with a suggestion or a question at defyingdepression at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. I do plan to be live next Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you then.